Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Gridiron Entertainment, the official podcast where we talk about football and football only. I'm Omar. And I'm Mo. And today we are breaking down the latest in the Kansas scandal that is going on right now. Talk about Les Miles and his future and what they plan to do with their head coaching position. Uh, next, we're going to talk about Miami Hurricanes quarterback De'Ara King and how his rehab has been going thus far since his injury during the pro during the uh, bowl game. We're going to talk about Trey Lance's pro day and what impressed us and how high he will go in the draft. And then there's been more scandals going on in Tennessee. Apparently, these guys cannot stay out of trouble. Three Tennessee players have been suspended indefinitely after being arrested on drug charges. Mima are going to break that down and talk about what the future is looking like for Tennessee. We're going to talk about college football's new proposed OT rules, what this means for overtime games going into future, and how this will impact the games going forward. We're going to talk about Auburn spring practice as it begin uh, next week to talk, as coaches and players will be going to talk to the media. And we're going to be talking about who we think is going to be talking to the media and who we'd like to see make an impact. Also, NCAA college football game has a new date. They've decided on a new date. Me and Mar are going to talk about that and the wait and how long it's going to take and what we think about that. We're going to talk about ESPN Plus put out an article about who the next console will be. We're going to talk about the top five that the article states. And then to end off the show, every week we talk about a team with their predictions. We, we're doing still doing the SEC, and we have our bitter rivals, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Mo, how are you? I'm very good, man. How about you? I'm doing well. Episode 11, we're here with another interesting episode. Uh, the college football news has been coming out like fire lately. It's just been crazy. A lot of stuff with Kansas mostly, and this Tennessee news has been very interesting. So I want to start off with Kansas firing head coach Les Miles and their athletic director, Jeff Long. Uh, Kansas assistant coach Emmett Jones is picked as the interim head coach. Mo, what are your thoughts on this whole scandal and what went down in Kansas? Well, me and you both predicted it. We both said that he was going to be fired. I said there's no way he was going to keep his job, even if the uh, allegations were, like, proven. Uh, I just said no way he's going to keep the job. Like, he, they've, he's done nothing as the Kansas head coach. He still has done nothing as the Kansas head coach. So, like, I just think Kansas, they're just a joke, honestly. That's like the only that's the only word I could describe. Like they're just a joke. They're about like they are the definition of a basketball school. 100 percent. And, you know, I thought this would be Les Miles chance to redeem himself after getting fired at LSU. Uh, how he ended off is just it wasn't great because, you know, that game when he played Auburn, you know, it was pretty much either coach was going to be gone. And we all thought that Gus was going to be gone if he lost this game, which he probably would have. But instead, it was Les Miles who got fired. And I thought that Kansas would be his second chance to redeem himself. Because remember, Les Miles is a national champion. I know it was a long time ago, but he still won a national championship. And not a lot of coaches can say that they won a national championship. I mean, he did put LSU on the map when he was coach. Yeah, exactly. And he did. And he did what he could at LSU. But, you know, expectations change. And when he left, I mean, they ended up winning a national championship. But for Kansas going forward, I really don't see anywhere but down. Like, I just see another two-win season for them or maybe three wins. It's like, if you can make, if they can win five games, I think it's an accomplishment. But I just don't know what you can do with a coach that's been there for, what, one year? Wow, Brady's been years? there for two years. Two years. Two years. I think, yeah, yeah, two years. 
for, for a coach that's been there that's been there for two years, you can't really do much like in two years as a head coach. I mean, unless you're Nick Saban, but I just I'm not looking. I just don't think Kansas will ever go up. It's it's going to take a, a really gutsy coach to go in there and actually turn the program around. But I just don't see anything in like anything great in Kansas's football future. You know, they'll still be a basketball school, but I just don't know. This has just been a disaster from the start. For real. And, like, they're just not a good team. They have, like, barely any talent as far as I know. I mean, I don't watch Kansas play. I mean, for a reason. Um, they also, like, suck at recruiting. Like, yeah. I've, I've never seen, like, a good prospect recruit to Kansas. It's Kansas is like the Vanderbilt of the Big 12. Like, exactly. That's pretty much what exactly. they are. That's it's the like they're in – they're in a good conference, yet they don't know how to recruit well. It just doesn't make any sense. So it's like the same thing with Vanderbilt. It's just like they just don't know how to re- – they just can't recruit well. Even though they play in a great conference, there's just so many other great teams in that conference, you know? It's like the Texas's, the Oklahoma's. Like, who wants to go play in Kansas, you know? For real. So we'll see what happens with Kansas, but I just don't see anything but a downward, downward spiral at this point. Uh, Miami Hurricanes quarterback De'Ara King, three has been going well. He has been on track to start week one. He got hurt in the bowl game towards ACL. Very, very tragic injury. Mo, what do you expect from De'Ara King this season? Do you, do you expect just another? Because he was doing great before his injury. Yeah, I expect I expect him to keep it up. I mean, I, that's, the, that's what I hope for. I, like, I love De'Ara King. Like, I love the way he plays um like the way like his journey too is is incredible and i hope he has a good enough season to where like he's a high prospect for next year's draft me too i mean it looks like he's not going to participate this spring but he should be ready by fall camp so he should be ready for their week one opener against alabama in atlanta which would be a interesting game but I mean, he was doing great. I mean, he threw for 2,686 yards, 23 touchdowns, and five interceptions. And he also ran for 538 yards and four touchdowns. So he was having a phenomenal Man, he had a year. Good year. Definitely. He had a phenomenal year. Uh, so I just, I hope, I really do hope that De'Ara King can come back stronger, have a great year, and possibly get drafted in this year's draft because this guy has been through the most in his career. And, you know, he played just like the whole thing at Houston and what went down. I'm just happy that he's on a different team and he's actually doing, you know, good things for Miami, actually trying to turn it around with Manny Diaz. So we hope that Adir King can keep it up and we hope that he has a monster year in 2021. Let's talk about Trey Lance, Mo. His pro day was yesterday. Um, You know, I saw some of the throws he made. He made some pretty good throws. I watched it live. You watched it live? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me ask you, because I didn't really watch it live. What can you tell me about De'Ara King? Like, what do you think? How how high do you think he would get drafted on draft night? Uh, so from what I saw, I mean, I, I didn't see, like, the whole thing. I watched, like, some of it. But from what I saw, his he's an incredible. He knows how to throw a ball. His, like, arm strength is, like, oh, my God. Dude, his arm strength is amazing, honestly. I, like – I like uh, I, this might be a stretch, but I honestly think it's as good as Trevor Lawrence's. Like it's Ooh. really good, and yeah, and his bullet passes are so smooth. He just yeah, he knows how to play. Uh, do you see like a team 
like Carolina drafting him or maybe Washington. Cause it looks like uh, we'll talk about this on Tuesday's show, but you know how Washington, they were trying to get a quarterback that could, you know, that's familiar with Ron Rivera, but he's not going there. Do you think that Trey Lance could be a guy that falls to Washington? I wouldn't be surprised. And I, I mean, I think that'd be a good pickup because I think um, like my order of the QBs are um, one Trevor Lawrence, two fields, three Lance, four Wilson and five, a Trask and then Mac Jones. Wow, you really put Lance over over Wilson? Yeah. Because, mm. I mean, I like Wilson. He's a good player. It's just, like, the thing about him, like, I watched, like, I like, like some, like, game. like Game, game film, like, his highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I didn't see, like, just as good highlights. Like, I saw, like, his bad ones, too. And the thing about Wilson, he's, like – when he's under pressure, he panics so much. Like, he barely throws it away, and, like, he just makes, like, some dumb throws. But, I mean, he's still a good player. He knows, like, what to do. But, like, um, the reason why, I like, I like, I want to give bring in a player up, for example. Um, the reason why I love Joe Burrow so much as a player is because, like, he knows he's so safe with the ball. Like, he never turns – he rarely turns it over. He doesn't mm-hmm. make, dumb, like, risky throws. Like – He's very like like conservative with the ball. That's why I like him. And I feel like Zach Wilson, he needs to like work on that because I feel like he makes like a lot of risky throws. And Justin Fields as well. I noticed that about Justin Fields. He makes a lot of risky throws as well. Okay. Okay. And the thing is, the problem with Trey Lance is that he only played in one game in 2020. So yeah, that's enough. I mean, but the year before that, he threw no th- interceptions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that should change at all. It's just very interesting to see these pro days because there's no combine. It's kind of like yeah. sad to see, but I, I mean, from what, at least we get to watch them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these quarterbacks, I don't know if they'll be better than last year's quarterbacks. I guess we can have a topic about that on next show. We could talk about that. If you want to predict how, which quarterbacks, you know, you know, so far, I mean, the 2019 class, I mean, the 2020 class has been phenomenal, but we'll see about the 2021 when's class. Like, when's, like, Justin Fields' pro day and, like, uh, Zach Wilson's and, Ooh. like, Mac uh, Jones and all them? Because uh, I've only see. seen Trevor Lawrence and Trey Lance. But let's see what's uh, – let's see what's going on with them. Let's see who's going to start to uh, – I think – I'm surprised, like, Justin Fields' pro day isn't – hasn't happened yet yeah because you know we saw we saw trevor lawrence i mean and he was on march 11th uh i'm looking through the list right now uh alabama so mac jones will be on the 23rd of march uh where so he's on the 23rd of march and i'm trying to find the other quarterbacks because it's very uh it's very difficult but yeah, I mean, I just want to see how – do you wait so Zach Wilson didn't throw? I thought Zach Wilson already went. Did he? Yeah, I thought I thought he had a pro day. Did he not? I don't remember that. All I remember is just Trey Lance and – Oh, no, 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 no. So, uh, so Zach Wilson will throw on the 26th of March. Man, they're all, like, late. Yeah. Yeah, and who else did you say? Who was one? Oh, so Kyle Trask will throw on the thirty first as well. So he'll throw on the thirty first. Justin Fields and Justin Fields, Ohio State will throw on. Did Justin Fields not go? No. 
Hmm. Did he? I think he might have gone. I mean, if I, I mean, I, I didn't see anything about that. Yeah, yeah, because I don't see him on the list of teams. Uh, I know. Uh, it's on March 30th. March 30th as well. Okay, okay. So we'll be looking forward to those. I need to, I need to actually like sit down and watch these and prepare for the draft because I've been kind of behind on the whole draft day because it's just like I said to you before, like it's it, no fans, no excitement. It's just very weird, but it's still, it's still a great product the NFL has been putting on. So we'll yeah. see what happens with fans, but yeah, those will be like the days of the, of who, like when they'll be performing pretty much. So we'll see how they do. I don't I, I liked Trey. I mean, from what I saw the highlights, I liked what Trey Lance did and we'll see how he does on draft. Like he's definitely going to go in the first round, like no ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. Like, so. I think, I think Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields and uh, Trey Lance are definite first rounders. Maybe Zach Wilson. Those what are about like, no I Mac think. Jones, no Mac Jones. He'll go second. Okay. All right. Uh, let's talk about Tennessee football. It's like ever since they fired Jeremy Pruitt and the whole Kevin Steele debacle, like everything's kind of been going downhill. Uh, three Tennessee football players suspended indefinitely after being arrested on drug charges. Second-year linebacker Martavius French and incoming recruits Aaron Willis and Isaac Washington are among the five people arrested on charges of simple possession and unlawful uh, drug tariff. Fernalia, according to the University of Tennessee police log posted Friday. Mo, what are your thoughts on this whole debacle that happened at Tennessee? And where do you think Tennessee goes from here? I mean, is it bad that I'm not surprised? N- no, no, I, I don't I'm think I'm not it surprised. Dude, Tennessee, they are a joke right now. They are like they are like the circus of college football. Them in Kansas. Uh I just think that with Tennessee, ever since, ever since they let go of their coach, I forgot his name, uh, but they hired him as like the AD, Phil Ful, Ful, Fulmer, Phil Fulmer. Who's their yeah. coach now? They got the UCF coach. Oh yeah, they got the UCF coach. I don't know how that's gonna go. Is Kevin still the still the defensive coordinator? Yeah, I don't. Under, I mean, I don't care that he left. It's like whatever, but, you know, he was about to be our head coach, so I guess I'm okay with it. But with Tennessee, they're just like – they always find a way to screw up. I remember when they had – what's that guy's face, the coach that used to be that was there before Jeremy Pruitt? Oh, Butch Butch Jones. Was it Butch Jones? Yeah. They should have just kept Butch Jones, man. I mean, he he didn't do good. I know, dude, he wasted Alvin Kamara and Joshua Dobbs, and they had a chance to actually win the East that year. Dude, 2016, like, their year, dude, that team was sick. They had talent all across the board. And then they just couldn't capitalize on it. If they, like, um, if they had the right, the proper coaching staff, they would have won the East that year because that the East that year was so bad. I think, uh, like, 2016 as a whole, like, when you look at the West and the East, it just wasn't that great. Like Auburn made the Sugar Bowl that year as an eight and four team says something right there. Like 2019, the SEC was so stacked. Definitely, definitely. But like 2016, everyone was bad. Like everyone was really bad. Like Georgia, they just got Kirby Smart. Florida sucked. Can't believe, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't believe we lost to Georgia, man. Oh yeah, I remember that. No, so dumb. If Sean White didn't throw the ball one time, he would have won. 
So you blame Sean Wyatt? Yeah. I mean, I he threw a pick remember. six. He threw a pick six. I don't really remember that game that much, though. It was only like 14 to six. That was the final score. Yeah. Such a boring and game. We were top 10. Yeah, we were. And we lost to one of the worst Georgia teams ever. Just shows how incompetent Auburn is against Georgia. But with Tennessee, it just looks like it's just downhill again, like Kansas. I don't, maybe their new head coach can turn it around because Phil Fulmer. Well, definitely not this year, though. No, no, hell no. No, no, no. Forget it. <laughs> Forget this year. Give him like three years, to be honest with you. 2024. Because it's going to take a while for them to be good. Dude, but everyone we... said, like, when Jeremy Pruitt came in, everyone thought that Tennessee were going to be so good. Yeah, yeah. I remember you thought they were going to be really good. Yeah, I did. I did, because I like Jeremy Pruitt. I thought I liked what he did at Alabama. I thought he did a great job. I thought he would actually turn it around. But it's like every time an Alabama disciple goes to coach a team, it's just like they can't be Nick Saban and they can't get their team to, like, the top. Except for maybe, like, Kirby, Kirby Smart was the closest one. But I mean, Will Muschamp, no. Jeremy Pruitt, no. Lane Kiffin, no. I mean, we'll see with Lane. I mean, but Lane's been a head coach before. So, I mean, we'll see with them. But yeah, this is a very, very bad time to be a Tennessee fan. Sorry for all the Tennessee fans. I mean, we hate Alabama as much as you guys do, but you know, just like it's not great. So, we'll see what happens with Tennessee in the next, I don't know. This season doesn't look great. Next season doesn't even look great, but I don't know. Everyone's got to be optimistic. So, so uh, the NCAA proposed some new overtime rules. Uh, college football teams will be required to run two-point plays after scoring a touchdown in the second overtime and would run nothing but alternating two-point plays if the game goes three overtimes or longer. Mo, what do you think of this proposal by the NCAA? Honestly, I like it. I like that because it makes, it makes it go faster. Which like, like overtime games, they they can go really slow, especially against A and M and LSU a few years back. Uh, I like this; it's unique. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, think about it like this: you don't have to like after like the second overtime, all you do is run two point plays, and you know how hard those two point conversions are. It makes them even more tense. Exactly. So I'm okay with this. I mean, I don't mind having a different change. I wish the NFL would change their overtime rules. Oh, they but, need to change their overtime rules so but, bad. But if they do, if call if the NCAA does go through with it, I don't really have a problem. I think this is great for the sport. I think it makes it unique. It's different. Uh, I mean, and the games will go by faster, like you said. So let's run it. Let's do it. Let's see what uh, the other teams have to say. Now it's proposed, so it's not final yet. But if it is proposed, then it would go into effect this year. So yeah, I want to go into effect. I'll, like it'd be interesting to see. I would like to see it. I just want to. I think that it's great for the sport. I like how the NCAA just keeps trying to change, except for the whole the targeting thing. I that's the only thing I don't like. But you know, well, just to keep the it? players. You know, the whole remember when Clowney got hit and like he got that hit in 2014 where he made the running back fumble, and then the NCAA came out the next day and said, "Oh, that would be an illegal hit today." Well, I mean, like, what he hit him in? Didn't he hit him in the head? No, that's a clean tackle, dude. Oh dang! That's clean. Time. I mean, I've never really seen like a like a slow like like replay of that hit, bro. It's one of the best hits. That was I've really seen. in 2014. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. That was like 2011. That was when Dernard Robertson played. Or 20? No, it was 2014. No, it was not. 
Yeah, it was. There's no way that was in 2014. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure Clowney was the first pick in the 2014 draft. Hmm. Let me oh, know when you 20, find 20, 2012 season, 2013. Oh, 2013 bowl game. Okay. I thought that was like 2011. No, nah, I don't think because, I mean, South Carolina was not bad, but no, no, because 2011 was, uh, well, I mean, that bowl season we went to Natty. Well, I, mean, I mean, it's good that, um, what's it called? It's good he got that hit because freaking Michigan got a BS first down. True, true. I agree. So yeah, let's run this. Let's run this. I'm I'm okay with it. Let's do it. Let's see what the NCAA says. I think every team should vote on it and should say yes. All right, Mo. Let's talk about Auburn spring practice. You know, our favorite team. They start practice next week. And the coaches, some players will start to interview with the media. I just want like who do you want to hear from the most during spring practice? I want to hear Harson. That's like that's like the main one because he's the new coach. Like, we never really heard a lot about what he's doing, like what what kind of offense we're seeing and stuff. And I want to hear about Tank, uh, maybe Bo Nix, but he's just going to say the same crap over and over again <laughs> like he always does. It's like Gus 2.0, right? He's like, he's always <laughs> like, 2021 is my year. And then, no, he, he, no, 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 no. 2020 offseason, he's like, 2020 uh, is our year. And then, no, like, he does terrible. What's he going to say next? Oh, 2022 is our year. No, look, 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 look. I remember last week when I was really, like, bummed about Bo Nix. I'll say this. Like, the dude is a competitor. He wants to win. I just think he needs the right coaching. Yeah, yeah. I respect, like, his mentality and his work ethic. I'm not saying he's not hardworking. Yeah, me is. neither. He's a very yeah. hardworking QB. And you could tell he wants to play. He's passionate about football. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's just, like, when he's under pressure, he just sucks. I just think under pressure, he just needs to find a way to – you just go through the motions and just like you're take- you're you're in your junior year, dude. Freshman to sophomore year is your it's supposed to be your biggest like improvement. Like definitely, definitely. I just think now I hope the offensive line is better. I just yeah. want Bonix to have a good offensive line because I'm not gonna lie to you, Bonix. We didn't really have a great offensive line. Well, our O line this year is all juniors and seniors, so yeah. It's just a temp- I mean, they're all experienced. It just depends on how they play on the field and who the you know the, the offensive line coach can develop them and make them better blockers. You know. Yeah. I want to hear from Harson as well. I want to hear from uh, Tank. I want to hear from Smoke Monday. Uh, Wooten. I mean, there's a lot of players I want to hear from. I just want to know. I just want to know, like. How's the how's the D line looking? Because I'm really very optimistic about the D line going into this year. It's not oh, especially with like the transfers. Yeah, especially because of the transfers, and also because it's not really our best. You know, we went from having Derek Brown, Marlon Davidson, to having I don't even know who was on the D line now. You know what it's I'm saying? One guy's name. He's really good. Trunesdale. They're just like they're just young, yeah, yeah. Trunesdale. Trunesdale's good. Young. They're like freshmen and sophomores. Yeah, yeah. So I want to see the. I just want to see the improvement. See what what uh, approaches they've been taking. I want to see. I I just like the new. I want to hear from the wide receivers coach. I want to know who is going to be our wide receiver one and twos now that Seth and Anthony Schwartz are gone. So I want to hear about that. There's a lot of things I want to hear. I just want to hear improvement. I want to hear that there's been progression. And that the players are all in, which, you know, I feel like during the offseason, they've been all in. I don't know if you've been seeing the hype videos with Tank 
getting hyped at the gym and getting, you know, crazy PRs at the gym. Yeah, you know? I saw that. So, I mean, he looks like he's going to be our uh, leader going forward on the offense. I mean, I'd say Bo too, but I feel like Tank is the guy that everyone looks to because, you know, when that dude gets the ball, he's just a hard man to bring down. Dude, bro, we just need that O-line. If he gets that O-line. If he gets that O-line, I think we're good, bro. Oh, yeah, I want to talk about Tank for a little because uh, I don't know if you – uh on that we all about the AU post. I don't know if you saw it. It was like if Tank Bigsby had the same O-line as Trey Mason, do you think uh, he would have passed Trey Mason's yards in 2013? I think he would because, you know, I'll say this. Athletes are getting better and better. You know, every time, you know, let's say we get a great player, right? Five years later, there's going to be someone that's better than him. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it's, okay, okay. The reason why I say no okay. is because 2013, how many times did Auburn run the ball compared to passing? Oh, we ran it like 20. We ran it like – we were like 75% run, 25% exactly. pass. But, but, but Tank is a bell cow back. Yeah, I know, I know. Only reason why, like, if they had the same amount of carries, then Tank would have had more carries. But, like, Trey Mason had, like, 300 carries about – he had so many carries. For sure. For sure. But Tank would have been – like, if, if you don't say, do you think he would have came close? Yeah, he would have came close. Yeah. It's just a whole different game right now, too. So, I mean, but with Tank, man, he just, he's probably been the best running back we've had in so long. Like, Dude, I, I don't get how, like, 2013, like, that offense, they ran the same play, like, 80% of the time, and it always works. I'm actually very surprised about that too. Dude, like we always run read option and it always works. I don't know how it worked for us, to be honest with you. It's very uh, interesting. Like, I don't know. It's Nick Marshall is so good at running read options. It was just a whole different, I mean, not a whole different offense, but like, you know, the zone reads were more, you know, put in 2013. That's pretty much when it like, I mean, they were still used in like 20 in like the early two thousands, but not as much as, I mean, the early 2010s, was not as much as like 2013 and then yeah, everyone, 20, like 2013, 2014, everyone ran right options. Yeah. But then like, you know, every defense has started to like catch on. So they were more like, okay, we're going to stack the box with six, seven guys. We're going to see what you're going to do about it. And you get stuffed. Well, I mean, a lot of teams still run right option. Of course. I mean, they run it on the right circumstances when they're running a defense where, you know, you can actually get them to bite on the zone read, but it just depends. But yeah, I mean, they run it, but they don't run it as much as like Auburn did in 2013 where they ran it a hundred times. Yeah. So and 2014. So, but yeah, like I'm I'm excited to hear what the players have to say about the new coaches because you know we really didn't hear about what they said about the new coaches since everyone pretty much stayed and some like not a lot of players left. I just want to hear about like why they stayed and uh, how the coaching staff is looking to you know help them progress in their development. Oh yeah. Um, I want to talk about like, one player. Like, dude, like what happened to Christian Tut? Because like I heard he was gonna declare. And then he got an agent, and then he said he's not going to declare. Like I'm confused. I don't We're know in a weird, yeah. He's in like a weird spot. Like I don't understand. Like when did he say that he wanted to declare? Was this back in like February or January? It was like two weeks or like three weeks after the bowl game. Okay, like stick to your word and go. Like I don't understand. He got, no, no, no. He got an agent, and then he said no. He's not declaring. Like it's so confusing. I don't know. I what mean, he's doing. I mean, fine, stay. I don't care. Like you wanna stay. I, I mean, that's fine with me. Like we have a position that we can plug in. Like I'm good with it. I mean, I hate Chris Tut. He sucks. He's probably not gonna start, man. I mean, good if he's like if he's that much of an idiot where he can't make his choice on his future. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, I'm if if he wants to stay, he can stay. 
if he doesn't want to stay, that's fine too. I'm not really gonna, I'm not really gonna front about it. To be honest with you, it's it's like whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I wanna, I wanna, I hope someone like when they interview Harson. I hope someone asks about a QB battle because we really need that. Uh, yeah, I want to hear about like how the positions are going to be given out. Like, are they going to yeah. everyone? Does everyone start from square one, or like what's going to happen? Like, who are the starters and who's our? But but they're not going to reveal like any starters like in the spring because you don't want to give out too much information to other teams. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't like announce any starting position unless like it's a QB, but like a new QB spot, like a, like a week before the game. Because I remember when Auburn played Oregon, they didn't announce like the QB battle. It's like like a few days before the game. Yeah, I want to hear what Harson's going to do about the quarterbacks because I know that's going to be the first question. Like, who's is is Bonix going to be your quarterback, or are you going to look into giving Demetrius Davis some looks? I want to hear what he's going to do about you know the quarterback situation because right now, like everyone's kind of like, okay, Bo, two years, second year, you didn't really make any improvements. Like, what's next? You have a you have competition coming up right now. And you never like, know. I remember, I remember like everyone before the season, they were defending Bo, and then like majority is just like they're downing him. I was defending him in 2019, and then 2020, I kind of just stopped. Yeah, 2019, I defended him so much. I was like, he's a freshman, he's playing the hardest schedule in college football, he has a terrible O line. Like, what do you expect? And then 2020, like, I see him make the dumbest throws I think I've ever seen a QB throw. Facts. And like, I'm pissed. No, no, no. What, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah, me too. I was like, what the hell is this? Like, what are these reads you're making? Like, what do you see there? Like, why would you throw that? And then you just see it. Oh, wow, pick. Or And like, he always throws, like, off balance and stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just – I want to hear what the media – I just want to hear what Harson's going to say about the quarterback battle, what he's going to say about the offensive line, uh, defense. Like, I just want to hear about, like, what's the game plan going into 2021? Like, what are they looking to do? So I'm very excited. I, I can't wait for the press conferences to watch him again. I'm it's gonna I'm kind of happy that I'm not gonna see Gus in the press conferences because every time I see him, he just says the same thing every every yeah, week. Yeah, he's like this year we're gonna improve, and then like six and six, boom. Yeah, yeah, you know, boom, six and six, boom. It's like what? Okay, like whatever. So and oh, I mean, I can't wait for a day. I'm so hyped. Same, same. We're a month away. We're about close to a month away. So I'm hyped. So we'll see. I'm, I, I just want to see the new look, how the offense is going to look and, you know, who's going to play where and all that stuff. So ready for spring practice next week, man. I'm ready. Yep. All right. We have a date on the new EA Sports college football game. Uh, it's slated to come out in July of 2023. I think this is a good time to, you know, I want them to take their time with this game. I really don't want them to butcher the, it like Madden because EA has butchered every single game that I like, and I don't know why they hate they hate us so much. So, Mo, I want to get your thoughts on uh, the new release date, July 2023. It looks like it's going to be the date. What do you think? Uh, I think this is perfect because if the bill of likeliness goes through, then they could use, like, players, uh, which is perfect. I think, like, I think the bill is probably going to get passed, like, 2022, maybe 2023. So, I think this is perfect. And they're not rushing it like they do with every single Madden every year. They rush it. Dude, I bet every Madden, they only make it in like a month. I swear. Yeah, they probably take like a month to fix it. And they're like, oh, hey, guys. Okay, okay. And then, no, they'll be like, hey, we're going to add something new. We're going to add the Pro Bowl. And, and like <laughs> the problem is, bro, bro, the problem is, right? 
in the old games, it was the Pro Bowl was in it. Why would you take it out and then put it back in? Like, what difference does it make? Like, it makes no sense. And who who even plays the Pro Bowl anymore? No one plays it. I know, but you don't leave it out. You don't take it out and you put it back in. It's uh, the Pro Bowl is part of the NFL. It happens every year. I know. And it doesn't make any sense. So I, I'm okay with this game coming out in 2023. I, let them take their time. Bring on the new developers. Please bring on the developer of College Football Revamp because he is a. they are real ones and they deserve to be a part of the experience of making this game because they deserve it, man. They really do. They really tried to keep the NCAA alive, just a community. And everyone's, you know, the community is still at large. They want this game. They're, they've been waiting for a game for the past. Dude, I swear, NCAA fan, like the NCAA community is probably the most passionate community. They're very I've passionate. I've never seen in any video game. A hundred percent. They they love their team builders. They're they they love the game. They the online dynasties are crazy, still to this day. Uh, Dude, like if they ever remove the NCAA servers, oh my god, everyone's gonna be so pissed. Oh yeah, everyone's gonna be angry. Yeah, bro. Like they should never remove that. You better keep that. Like that's the least they can do for us fans because they've but- taken the game away. And also, the good news about um, this being, like, released late is Call of Revamped is going to keep thriving like it always is. 100%. 100%. And I want to I talk about something. So this guy, okay. uh, he just tweeted out, or uh, on March 11th, he tweeted out, I obtained a copy of the EA Sports Call of video game sent to FPS schools. So EA are asking, the, like, these stuff, like this stuff, or the, these things for the video game for them. So um, they need logos, uh, stadium scan data, uniforms, uh, mascots, um, traditions, and school band recordings, and trophies. So th- those are the things that EA are asking for from the schools. Oh, wow. That's very interesting. I actually like that a lot. Yeah. That's actually pretty cool. So it looks like mascots, that mascot game mode is coming back. I'm okay with it. I mean, it's a fun mode. I mean, I don't, I don't play it as much. I mean, I've played it a few times. It's a fun mode. Like it's, it's pretty yeah. fun. You know what I mean? Uh, let me ask you, who do you think should be on the cover of the next college football game? Dude, they need to put every Heisman winner from 20, uh, 2013 to 2021. They need to do that. So a joint, so a joint uh, yeah. cover. Yeah. Or they could just add like uh like Trevor Lawrence or like Joe Burrow. I would want Joe Burrow to be on the first cover. I feel like a cool like they should have like no no they should make like Trevor Lawrence on the the normal edition and they should make a Heisman edition and put Joe Burrow on that. Hey, hey, let me ask you: Would you buy the Heisman edition of of the new college football game? I mean, if it's good, yeah. If it's good, because you know, like a man copy, then no. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because like when I when I used to play when like when I bought the games, I just bought the normal. Like I didn't, I never bought like the deluxe edition or whatever. If you if you like if you went back, would you actually do it? Oh, definitely. The game's so good. I have a question. I have a question. Say like you're playing like it's a like eleven or twelve. Okay. And someone someone from like the future says, "Hey, it's a They're not gonna make any more it's after it's a fourteen. What's your reaction? Oh, so like you're lying. That like you want to believe though? I wouldn't believe them. I was like, what do you mean they're not going to make this game anymore? And then they can just show me an article. Oh, like the game is ended. And then I'll be like, oh, I believe it now. Because, you know, we all have cell phones. So they can just show me a picture of it. Dude, so that end- article must be like, oh, my God. That was like the saddest day. For real. For Dude, all- imagine this like playing Sublay and then you get the news. Oh, it's going to be the last one they make. That was so depressing. 
Yeah, I hate the guy that decided like to get rid of the game. Like, I don't, I don't like him, but I understand why he did it because they weren't getting paid. So, I mean, the way I mean, like Kirk Herbstreit said, if you wanna, if you wanna make sure that everyone gets compensated for being a part of the game, just give everyone a free copy of NCAA 14. Like every student athlete can get a free copy of the game. True. And then the problem is solved. You can That'd do the. Sick. You can do that now. I don't know why dude, they don't do it now. Why don't That's, they, dude? Why don't they just remaster NCAA 14? Because everyone from that game graduated, so they could use the rights. Exactly. They get paid now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't care about using 2014 rosters because those, those like most of those teams on that game were sick. Yeah, like A and M, Oregon, like they were amazing. Like Auburn. Yeah. They were sick. Well, I mean, how state. Well, I mean, Auburn. So, like with Nick Marshall, they have to update that. Like, yeah, they, Nick, like don't make it like preseason rosters. Like make it like yeah. end of the season rosters. Yeah, like twenty. Like uh, Florida State was great. I mean, uh, like so many great teams in that game. But like to me, like they they could have handled this a better way. But at the end of the day, we're still getting a new game in two years. So I'm I'm okay with it. I'm excited. I'm I just can't wait to play another college football game because I've. I'm very bored. Like so it's gonna be game. nine years when we like since the last delay when we get another one. Yeah. So like when they stopped making the game, I was like 17. Like the last game they made, I was like 17. Now you're gonna be 27 or 26. Yeah. I'm Dude, okay that's with crazy. that. That's crazy. This is gonna like be, a decade. Yeah, I'm gonna be 27 when I get the game. So oh my god. But Hey, I mean, better late than never. So I'm still going to play it regardless. I really don't care, to be honest with you. I would play video games until, like, I'm 40. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to get, like, the PS8 when it comes out. <laughs> Bro, dude, the PS8, I wonder what it's going to look like. Bro, technology is going to be so far in. It's going to be crazy. I mean, the PS5 is already, like, advanced. So I know. imagine, like, a PS8. I know. It's going to be crazy. I don't know what they're going to do with it. Like, I don't know if they're going to make it larger or smaller, but we'll see. But I'm like, I'm pretty excited for this game. That's all I can care about. Like, I'm just, I just can't wait. Uh, let's move on to uh, ESPN Plus article that was put out. Uh, they're talking about which team will be the next Clemson. I have the top five here. We have LSU at five, Penn State four, Oregon three, Notre Dame two, Georgia one. Mo, do you think any of these teams could be the next Clemson? Uh, I agree with Georgia because, like, they're already a great team, and like, they just need to get like they just need to beat like they're the good teams. Like, they always lose to Bama. They always lose like top five teams. They need to Florida. Out, yeah. yeah, they just need to figure out to beat top five teams. I think they will. I just like Kirby Smart. Like the recruiting at Georgia, even before Kirby Smart was there, recruiting at Georgia is still like an all time high. Like, yeah, because dude, it's Georgia, dude. That state produces so much good, so many, so much talent. Exactly, it's like LSU. They just produce so much great talent. But yeah, I can see Georgia, not Notre Dame, not Penn State. Oh yeah, Notre Dame, I massively disagree with. Yeah, oh, I massively God. disagree with. And Notre Dame is so overrated. Like, dude, like I the told most you, overrated college team right now. I said this before. Like, the committee should never allow Notre Dame in the playoff ever again. Dude, they didn't. They should never allow Oklahoma and freaking Notre Dame, or any Pac-12 team. Yeah, like that's it. Like no more. I would rather see two SEC teams in the playoff. To be honest with you, but like, yeah, like Notre Dame, I don't agree with. A Penn State, I don't agree with. Oregon, maybe. 
Uh, LSU, I mean, LSU is that team where they always have talent. So regardless, they'll always like, there'll be years where they do go far and there'll be years where they don't do too well. But uh, Georgia is like my top one. Like I agree with the listing. Like I know you don't, I, I know that author is the same guy. Didn't he make the list of uh, top quarterbacks of the 2000s? Yeah, Bill Connolly. <laughs> I really saw, can't get anyone else to write an article. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, is he the only one working for ESPN Plus? Let me work for ESPN Plus. I don't mind. So I'm I'm with George on this one. Like he had he had that right on the noggin. Now with Notre Dame and, and, and Penn State, no. Uh, LSU, maybe. I mean, I because LSU, like Louisiana has a great talent. No matter what, they're always like in this year's recruiting class over top five. I'm surprised, like, Ohio State didn't make the list. Like, that's another team, I think. Yeah, yeah, that, that, would, that would be the next Clemson. Yeah, because, like, Ohio State's always good. But, like, yeah. I don't you – like, you know, they're always good every year. Like, I feel like Ohio State's one of the most consistent teams I've ever seen. Like And, ever and seen. Florida. I'm surprised that Florida didn't make the list. Florida's an interesting one. I, I think that they should make the list, but because Georgia's there, I think Georgia, like, even though Florida smacked Georgia last year, I still think Georgia's astronomically better. Than Florida, because at least like Georgia, they've had like a natty appearance. They've had playoff appearances, and they have a better defense. Florida doesn't really have a great defense. Oh yeah, and, and it's weird for an SEC team to have a bad defense. You know, like uh, Auburn has. Well, not last year, but I mean, I'm talking about from like 2016 until like 2019. We had a we had phenomenal defense defenses. Yeah. You know, but Florida just needs to fix that. If they can fix that, they could be the next Clemson. To be honest with you. They're just like a de- if they just had a like they just get so much good recruits. Like if they had if they had a really good defense, they would have been like if they had like an average defense, they would have been uh Georgia. I mean uh, LSU, and they would have been in Alabama too. They really? If they I mean, in Alabama? I mean because like look, their offense was so explosive anyway. Dude, I don't think anyone could beat Alabama last year. They were just too good. And Florida just made too many mistakes in that game. I feel like uh, they the, had the, the pick with the fumble. Yeah. Yeah, they also had like chances where they the defense did get some stops, but the offense did not capitalize on those stops. There were a couple of drives where they didn't really capitalize on them in the championship game. And that so, game was amazing, though. It was one of the best games, like you said. I think it's your favorite game that you watched. That was my game of the year. Yeah, a great game. I I just think that Florida, I think you had the defense. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be like every year in the East right now, it's going to be between Florida and Georgia. I don't think anyone else is really going to compete in the East, to be honest with you. I don't really see anyone else like South Carolina, Tennessee, Missouri. They have all their problems. Vanderbilt, they have all their problems. So just between Georgia and Florida at this point. So it's just pretty much like a flip-flop of who's going to go play Alabama in the SEC championship game. That's why the East is so bad. Yeah, I know, right? It's awful. It used to be so good, too. Yeah, I mean, when, I, when Florida was in its, like, top peak in the late 2000s. I mean, yeah, in the late 2000s. Yeah, like 2010, 2011, like, South Carolina were good. Yeah, yeah. With Steve Spurrier there, like, they were great. They made the SEC championship. They had a great year. But, yeah, it's just, like, it's just interesting to see uh, this list. I'm I'm okay with Georgia. Like, I, I even though I hate, I despise Georgia, I just think that, They'll they'll only fail if they have like a lot of injuries or if coaching becomes incompetent. Because we did see Mark Rick, like his last year at Georgia, he went nine and three and still got fired. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Expectations are high when you go there. Exactly. I mean, of course. I mean, Georgia, they want to win Natty. They haven't won a Natty since the 80s. 
That's so sad. I know. I'm okay with it. I don't care. Dude, the amount of chances they've like had such a good season that they just lose. I know. I know. It's just it's it's tough. It's tough. But I mean, I'm okay. Like they lost to South Carolina one year, and I was just laughing. So. Oh yeah. 2019. They got destroyed by LSU. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I was happy about that. But anyways, yeah, Georgia's like the top. I can just see them being dominant because, like, as long as Kirby Smart's there, sadly, they might win a 90 one day. But if they don't win one, that will be great, too. So, all right, Mo, it's time for our predictions for our bitter rivals, the team that we hate the most, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, They're coming off a national championship season undefeated. They have lost a lot of players to the draft. Most of their offense is gone. Devonta Smith, Mac Jones, Najee Harris, Jalen Waddle. And now they have a new quarterback in, Bryce Young. And I don't know about Bryce Young, to be honest with you. I think he'll thrive. I don't think – I think that with the coaching at Alabama – Bill O'Brien will make him good? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think – I think that he's just too big to fail, you know? And, like, playing for a big school like Alabama, it's very hard to fail. Like, it's not it's – not, it's not easy. I mean, it's not easy to do bad there. Like, you're going to do – if you, you're either going to be really, really good or you're just going to be average. Like, you're not going to be terrible because the team around you is way too good. Even though they lost a lot of pieces to the draft, I mean, Nick Saban always loses pieces and he always reloads, so – yeah. I can, so I do, I do see like uh, Brian Robinson will still be good. I think the defense will be much well improved because yeah, they lost some prospects, but a lot of their defensive players were young last year. So I can see a lot of improvement on the defensive side of the ball. Oh yeah. So now, they have a lot of defensive players coming back. Yeah, exactly. So I can, I can see Alabama, like, uh, like they're going to, they're going to dominate still regardless. So, but yeah, let's begin week one. Alabama takes on the Miami Hurricanes in Atlanta, Georgia. Mo, who do you got? Alabama. Do you want to elaborate on why you have Alabama? Um, I just, like whenever Miami play like a really good team, this gets destroyed. I don't see them at all playing out beating Alabama unless like a miracle happens. Yeah, I mean, unless the Eric King plays the socks off and he actually like you know dots Alabama's defense. I just I just don't see it. Plus, remember he's coming off a torn ACL. And that's going to be his first like game since the since the injury. Only so I, only re- way I think Miami could play if if they like just if they play really good on defense because this is going to be Bryce Young's first game. He could make a lot of mistakes. Definitely. So yeah, I mean I got Alabama winning, Same and it's Alabama. in Atlanta. There's going to be a lot of Alabama fans. Of course, of course. And let's see if they actually do have full capacity. We'll see what the state of Georgia will do. From what I see, it looks like they will. I don't know, but I got Alabama also winning. I just think that they're way too good to lose. Uh, I think Miami's just not there yet. Derek King is a great talent, but Alabama is just way too good on both sides of the ball. So I'm definitely going to have to you know better talent, better athletes, better coaching. Definitely going to give it to Al- uh, Alabama. So they're going to be one zero. Week two they play Mercer in Tuscaloosa. Uh, we both got Alabama, obviously. Yeah. Week three they play in Gainesville play against they play against Florida now I remember in our Florida prediction show we said that we had Alabama winning this game and I'm gonna stick by my pick and say that Alabama is going to win this game 
Yeah, I do too. This is going to be a good game, by the way. I think it will. I mean, if Alabama gets their offense clicking, I think it's game over. Dude, I hope this is a night game. Please be a night game. I <laughs> it hope it's not like a 3.30 CBS. It has to be a night game. It's probably going to be a 3.30 CBS game. Why don't they make like primetime games like at night? Why 3.30? They, but like, I don't know if you saw the the new deal that the SEC that the, uh, SEC has. Yeah, they got ESPN. Yeah, so they're, they're, all the games are going to be on ESPN. Like the 3.30 games. So when, when is that contract going to take? I think in like 2023, 2022. Dang, man. Oh, man, I wish CBS was still. I, I hate like Gary Danielson, but like I want to miss like not making fun of him anymore. <laughs> yeah, me I like too. making fun of them. Yeah, you can make fun of the ESPN commentators. I mean, they're 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 not like all perfect. You'll find someone to make. I fun mean, of I like um, who's that one guy who does the college football playoff games? Chris Fowler. Kirk oh yeah, Kirk Chris Fowler, dude. Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreit. They need to commentate the Iron Bowl, dude. That would be sick. They usually do primetime games, like the the yeah. games that are out. The you know the games that are uh, that were game day go to. Where they're yeah. like on prime time, they do those games. They need to commentate Alabama, Florida, and the Iron Bowl. Oh I'm down. God, I'm so down for that. Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be 110 amazing. So I got uh, Alabama. Mo, like, why do you think you have Alabama in this game against Florida? Uh, I mean, I already just said like it's it's in. Oh wait, wait. oh no, no, that was in Miami. Oh, okay. So I mean, like I said against um, like in the Florida prediction, I said like. Uh, Forest, I mean, we still don't know about Forest defense. Uh, I don't even know what defensive corner they have. So, and um, they have a really, they lost pretty much everyone on offense. Uh, they're going to have like an entire new offense. So, I mean, I got like Florida could win, but I have Alabama winning. Okay. All right, let's move on to week four. We have Alabama playing Southern Miss. You know, we got Alabama, pretty sure. Yeah. We know why. Just because it's Alabama. Uh, week five, we have Alabama playing Ole Miss and Tuscaloosa. Now, remember last year's game was a shootout, a fun game to watch. Actually, one of the most underrated games in the SEC last year, I feel like, because uh, Lane Kiffin came guns blazing during that oh, That game. game was just back and forth. I, I, think, I think that was probably one of Lane Kiffin's best called games, even though they lost the game. Dude, their defense just played so bad. Like I said, they only got one recruit from defense last year, so I'm pretty sure this year they got a lot more. So uh, they're playing. They're playing in Tuscaloosa. Mo, who do you got? Uh, I don't think that's gonna happen again. I have Alabama. Do you think it's gonna be a, like a high scoring game like last time, or do you think it's just gonna be like Alabama wins by like twenty? Uh, I mean, it could be a high-scoring game, but it's not going to be like a one-possession game the entire game. I feel like Alabama, they're going to get like a hot start, and then like Ole Miss are going to try to come back, and then Alabama's going to hang on. Is Alabama, Alabama just going to – they're just going to pretty much just keep on hanging points. They're just going to – they're not going to make as many mistakes as Ole Miss. Yeah, I can yeah. see that too. I just think that Ole Miss, i give them one more year. They yeah. could probably beat Alabama next year in Oxford. That that could be a possibility. It just depends on what Lane Kiffin does. I, mean, I heard a lot, like a lot, I heard like a lot of people say Matt Corral is like a, a dark horse, like Heisman contender. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has to he has to clean up the picks, man. Yeah, he's th- he's a good player. He just throws a lot of picks. If he can clean that up, dude, like he'll be he'll definitely be like top three quarterback in the SEC this year. Yeah. So uh, let's see what I mean. I I still I just think Alabama is just way too good and. Uh, it'll be this will be an interesting game because you know when Lane Kiffin plays against Nick Saban he calls like he he goes off like on the play calls 
So he goes crazy. So, uh, yeah. And, 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 you know, like he always goes for it. So definitely he's aggressive, very aggressive. So five and oh, uh, we're going into week six. Alabama plays Texas A&M in college station, Texas. It's like A&M, like the last time they beat Alabama is when they had Johnny football. And ever since then, they just couldn't beat them. I just don't know what it is about <laughs> Alabama destroying A&M. Because like last year, I expected a better game. And then A&M finished like number five. But yeah, uh, I want to ask you, like, do you still stick with your prediction with uh, Alabama winning this game? Yes. Because who's even who even is AM's QB? We don't know yet. We still there's like it's, remember, we we're talking on the show a few weeks ago that it's going to be between like two freshmen like fighting for it. Dang, two freshmen. Yeah. I mean, AM, they're going to be good, but I mean, they have an easy schedule from what I've seen. I think this is probably going to be like their only, like, this is probably going to be like their one or second loss of the season. So I have Alabama. I also have Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What are you going to say? I have Alabama staying undefeated. Okay. Okay. I just think that with AM, they're like that weird team. Like, I know that Jimbo is a great recruiter and he recruits great. I just don't see them getting – they just – they're like Georgia in a way because they can't really beat the good teams. You know what I mean? Like, they can't yeah, – Yeah, yeah, They recruit so good, but they just can't beat good teams. They can't beat the good teams. Like, they can't beat – like, Georgia can't beat the Alabamas, the Floridas, but a- and A&M, same thing. They can't beat the Alabamas. They can't beat the LSUs. So, I just think that it's going to be a good game, uh, hopefully, because I don't want to see another blowout. I don't want to see Alabama win by 20-plus against A&M. Uh, so I mean, this is Kyle Field. You know how loud they get. Definitely, definitely. If and they're probably going to allow full fans. To be honest with you, I can just see it, and everyone yeah. catches COVID. But, <laughs> anyways, uh, I got Alabama winning. It's just like, I, I, look, like I told you in the beginning, like in the beginning of the schedule prediction. It just depends on how Bryce Young plays. Now, if he goes off like he's Tua in his second year, you already know how it's going to go down. So, yeah. so I got I got A and M. I mean, I got Alabama, sorry. Uh, next, we got Alabama playing at Mississippi State, playing in Stark Vegas. Mo, who do you got? I got Alabama. Yeah, I, I also have Alabama. I just think that Mike Leach's team is just not there yet. I think that the team is still very young. I think the defense will be much improved. But I still like the quarterback situation is really weird to me. It's like they played quarterback roulette the whole season. Just because one quarterback throws like five picks and then the next week the other quarterback does as bad, so they have to put the other guy back in. It's just like a weird thing. Mike Leach is a very interesting character in college football, but I just don't see – like, you know, they lost a lot of pieces. They lost uh, Kylan Hill. They lost a few receivers. I just don't – I just don't see – I think the offensive line would be good. I don't think they lost a lot of pieces on the line. If this game is that night – Prepare for a trap game. I think this could be a trap game if this is a night yeah, game. Yeah. Mississippi State at night. Oh, my God. And if they allow full fans for this game, this is going to be a crazy game. So, but I still got Alabama. I just don't see – I just don't see a win in Starkville. Yeah. For Mississippi State. I just, I just don't see it. So. I mean, we can see how, like, Will Rogers plays because, I mean, last year as a freshman, he did play really good. Yeah, Will Rogers could be something. So, I mean, this is going to be one of those games where I think it will be a trap game. This will yeah. be if this game is at night. This is a trap game, hundred percent. If it's like eleven a.m., but no, if it's eleven a.m., it's not a trap game. Forget it. Forget <laughs> yeah. it. But if this is at night, definite trap game. 
Uh, let's move on to the next game. We're talking, we got Tennessee. We talked about Tennessee earlier on the show about how they had three players indefinitely yeah. suspended and they are a dumpster fire and Alabama owns them pretty much. Like, I don't know. Alabama, Alabama by 80, honestly. Yeah, Alabama by 80. Forget it. Like, I, I can't tell you how stressed I am with Tennessee. And, and it's a Brian Denny. Yeah, Tennessee. They're going to, oh my God, they're going to get killed. New head coach, new quarterback, new like everyone's getting suspended. McDonald's bags everywhere with money. It's just like Big Cat decided, oh, I'm gonna leave and go to UCF instead because of the whole debacle that happened. It, it's just a very, very, it's just a bad situation. Like to be a Tennessee volunteer as a player and and as a fan. I, I, I feel bad for you. I am so sorry that you have to go through this. Uh, as an Auburn fan, we, we do apologize. I'm just glad we're not you now because we were about to be you. Yeah, if we got Kevin Steele. Exactly. If we got Kevin Steele as our head coach, yeah, forget it. But it's 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 Alabama by 80. Like, forget it. It's not even – this game should be – they did this game better be an 11 a.m. game because no one wants to watch this. Do not put this game at night. Or at on, don't put it on CBS either. Do not put it on CBS either. Like, forget it. This would be an 11 a.m. game, a wish wash game. Put, put it in the Sun Belt Conference channel. Yeah, yeah. Just put it, put it on like ESPN News or something like that, where no one will watch it. So, <laughs> just be, Tennessee should be lucky that they're playing Alabama because at least Alabama does get uh, good TV slots. They should be yeah. lucky. So Alabama's on the bye the week after that, and then they go play. Then they play LSU at home. Mo, who do you got? Do you think Alabama, do you think LSU can pull off an upset here against Alabama, or do you think Alabama is just way too good on both sides of the ball? Um, I mean, I got Alabama getting the revenge at Bryant Denny Stadium because, uh, you know, two years ago, you know what happened. Joe Burrow just came in, shocked Alabama at Bryant Denny. Unreal game. Uh, I'll say this. I'm not going to lie to you. If Alabama actually did get that onside kick, I think they would have won this game because their offense started to click in the fourth quarter. I mean, yeah, but like at the like the beginning of the game, they did so bad. They went down 31-13 in the half. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was actually one of the best games of that twenty nineteen season. That was actually a fun game to watch. Oh I mean, yeah, it's either that or the Iron Bowl. I had the Iron Bowl. At, yeah, yeah me too. That was a fun game. That was Dude, just a oh great my game. god, just uh-huh. back and forth. Oh my god, Dana Waddle goes off. Dude, yeah. my heart was pumping so like the entire game. Definitely, me too. Because if we if we went four and out. Like, at any given moment, we were going to lose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I got Alabama in this. I just really – like, the LSU defense should be improved. Derek Stingley's still there. Uh, I think the offense should be improved a little bit. I really don't know who the running back is. Uh, right, LSU, they're going to have the same season they had last year. Gonna- yeah, no, no, look, this is going to be, like, those games where LSU will keep it close in, like, the first quarter, and then Alabama will just pull away in the second half. It's just like whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's just because it's it's just like a thing that Alabama LSU does against Alabama. They'll keep it close in the beginning, and then after that, it just completely collapse. Dude, do you remember when uh, Alabama they played Citadel and they they like they tied with them at half? I remember that game. Was it Citadel or Georgia Southern? It was Citadel. Oh. Dude, the, the Citadel. Imagine how Nick Saban, like how mad Nick Saban was. That? Bro, I bet Nick Saban was furious. He was like, "We should Dude. be blowing these guys." Out. I know, I'd be so mad, bro. If I had five star recruits like all across the board, and we're playing a freaking what D two school, they're D two, right? Citadel. I think they're D two. Yeah, 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 not yeah. D one. Yeah, 
I would I would be furious because me too. That can't happen. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But I. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, LSU, is just they're just not that team. I just don't think this is the year. Maybe next year will be their year, but it just depends on the – like, they brought in a great recruiting class. Don't get me wrong, but they're not going to have – not all of them will be impact freshmen starting the whole, you know, the whole way, and they're all going to be beast. Like, that just take over. So, I got Alabama winning this game. Uh, I got them winning by maybe, like, two possessions, to be honest with you. So Yeah. Uh, Alabama plays New Mexico State and Tuscaloosa. Uh, we both got Alabama on this one. This is just yeah. over here. Uh, then we got Alabama playing Arkansas and Tuscaloosa. Mo, who you got? Alabama. Yeah, yeah, me too. I just think that Arkansas, like a very well-improved team. I want to see them make a bowl game this year. They deserve it. I, if Arkansas can win seven games this year, that would just be great. I would just like to see them win because last year they just got bamboozled all over. Yeah, so, exactly. I just think that uh, like their new quarterback should be good. The team is in well improved. Like they should be, their trajectory should be up right now. They have a very underrated future going in. I just going to take them some time. Uh, and to end off the schedule, Alabama plays at Auburn in Jordan Hare with probably full fans because the SEC is very interesting. Mo, you said Auburn would win this yeah. game in our Auburn prediction schedule. Do you stick by your decision? Uh, I don't know why, but I still do. I don't okay. know why. Okay. I have oh. a okay. So, like, what do you think is going to be the, the impact? No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If there's full fans, Auburn's going to win. If there's not full fans, Alabama's going to win. Okay. Because it looks like there's probably going to be full fans in November, to be honest with you. No, nah, I got Auburn. But if there's just going to be like limited capacity, then Alabama's going to win. Okay. Um, I really don't I mean, like you, to pick. You, you had Alabama. I did have. So do you, do you change your mind? No, I don't change my mind. I just think Dang. that. Wow! Wow! <laughs> look, fake Auburn fan. Fake look, Auburn. I'm not a fake. I can't Auburn believe fan. this. I can't believe this. You always need to have Auburn being Alabama. You need to have faith. I'm a realist. Dude, okay. Why do I say this every year? Or no, no, like 2017. I was like, we were up at half, and I was like, dude, Auburn's gonna win. Okay, but I have faith in them. I'm like, no, I was gonna win. And then, well, Obi-Wan, and you're like, oh, I knew Auburn was going to win. Yeah, because I don't like to jinx it, okay? Well, you have to have – I mean, I didn't jinx it. You have to have faith. You have to <laughs> believe in your team every yeah. every day. I understand. I mean, right now with Brian Horson, I kind of do feel more belief, to be honest with you. I have more belief in the team. But I'm still going to stick by the, my decision and say that Alabama is going to win this game. Not, not a blowout, but definitely going to be close, going to come down to the wire. Uh, all the time, the game besides 2015, whenever it's in Jordan Hare, it always goes down to the wire. And 20, uh, yeah. So I can't believe this blasphemy. So yes, I I apologize to all the Auburn community. I apologize to Mo. Uh, I'm I'm a real Auburn fan. I do love Auburn, but for this game, I really have to pick Alabama. I just I just don't see uh, us winning this game in year one of the Brian Harson era, even though. I like the work that he's doing right now. I really just don't see us making well, a they, huge impact. Like keeping account like COVID, um, what's it called? Like COVID, yeah, yeah. Like there could be like some COVID br- breakouts and people could get sick. And uh, yeah, I know, I know. Like players could get sick, coaches. Yeah, I know. It just depends on who the players are. I mean, if if, if Alabama star players out, it would make a huge impact on the game. So, All right, we saw like. 2019, Tua got out. That was a huge factor. Oh, definitely. With yeah, of course. If Tua was playing, 
Dude, Auburn would have gotten destroyed, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because Tua would have done – I mean, Mac Jones didn't do bad. Don't get me wrong. But I think Tua would have just, like – I mean, those two pick sixes. Very, very costly. But, like, I just don't see Auburn winning. Like, as much as I want to see Auburn go undefeated and win it all, I just can't say that they're going to win it all just yet under a first-year head coach. Now, we do know Gus's run, but I just don't want to have that high expectations for a first-year coach because no one should have high expectations for a first-year coach. So, I have Alabama going undefeated. I cannot believe this. I can't believe this crap. I'm sorry, Mo. I know, I know you want. I know you wanted me to pick Auburn. But... You never. You. I don't even remember the last time you picked Auburn over Alabama. Like every year, you always pick Alabama to win. You know why? Because it's a safe pick. Wow. Alabama is always the safe. I bet. Choice. I bet in 2010 you picked Alabama to be Auburn. No, no, I picked Auburn. I was like, no, nah, we got this. I mean, when they went like 28 down 28 or what was the score? Twenty eight seven. Yeah, what was your reaction? Oh uh, no, I was like, I was like worried, and then the cam back happened. Like when it was like for like when they scored like another touchdown, did you know that cam was gonna come back? Oh yeah, bro, for sure, for sure. Like I knew, like okay, we can't give up. We come this far, we're not gonna lose this game, and we came back and won. And and I have an issue with that. That's the last time we won in Tuscaloosa, dude. We haven't won in Tuscaloosa in over ten years. We just suck it like against good teams on the road. Yeah, that's the thing. We we do. I, I don't know what it is, but I really do hope Brian Harson can actually change that. But I have Alabama pretty much going to the SEC championship. They'll play. They'll play Georgia, according to my predictions from the Georgia, because I had Georgia going eleven and one. I'm pretty sure you also had Georgia going eleven and one. So Georgia will play Alabama in the SEC championship game. And uh, the winner, it just depends, but I'm not going to go into like predicting like their whole season to where like, oh, we get into the bowl games in the natties because it's just going to take a lot. Right, of- no, we'll, we'll predict like the bowl games when it happens. Definitely. Yeah, that'll be something that we do. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess this is a good way to end off the show. I mean, yeah, I know I picked Alabama. To wow, just, wow. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I just I just don't have that much trust. I'm sorry. Um, I am a very optimistic Auburn fan, though. Like, <laughs> you're um, not. Yeah, I am. You're not. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you're not. You literally have them going nine and or wait, what was it? Eight and four, nine and three. Okay, that's not bad. Well, that's not that's not being optimistic. Do you really think I'm gonna pick Auburn to win 10 games in their first year? I mean it could happen. Yeah, I know anything can happen in college football. It's a very that's interesting. What happened the last time Auburn got a first year head coach? Oh yeah, we went all the way. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to happen with Brian Harson. Wow. Yeah, sorry. If it does, though, you can. I mean, you can you can roast me about it later. But you had him going nine and three, so you really don't have a right to talk either. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. You shut your mouth up, all right? I don't have him going nine and three. Okay. Oh yeah, I, right. You. I I have him going ten. And, wait, what was it ten and three, or ten and two? Oh, ten and two. Right. Yeah. 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 So I had him going nine and three. Yeah. Okay, so, so yeah, we would have been both been wrong, but like, but like, anyways, Mo, like we said when we did the Auburn predictions, we said that even if Auburn wins nine or ten games, I'd consider it a good season. Yeah, in the first year, one hundred ten percent considered a great season. So I take but it. Like, 
Like, you need to have faith against you. It's the rival. I know. And I want to see us destroy Alabama. Don't worry. And Georgia. Like, I want to see them, us destroy them all and go undefeated and win a natty. Yeah. But you have to be realistic sometimes. Wow. Realistic. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just a realistic. Like, I'm a, I'm a realist. So. Wow. But anyways, this has been a fun show. Uh, I just want to say um, apologies for messing up the the rundown of the show to start off. Will happen again. It's just a very yeah, a little bit. It's it's kind of it's kind of late. I guess that's why um, we had like a early. We were trying to plan it early, but you know we had conflicting schedules. I fell asleep, and then I messaged Mo, "Hey, do you want to record?" And then he had people over, so it was just kind of hard to like make. And me, but I'm glad we got the show done. To be honest with you, I'm glad we we talked about this. A lot of news, to be honest with you, a lot. Yeah, for real. I thought like this week was gonna be boring, but like, yeah, yeah, I mean, news. 100. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was gonna be a boring show, but there was a lot actually going on. The Les Miles one is still a big one. The Tennessee players was a very, very interesting one to me. But we were able to get it done. We were able to do our research and find what to talk about. Now I can't wait for Tuesday's show because we got. Uh, a familiar face of ours, of a, a familiar face, uh, you know, a player that we like, signed, re-signed with the same team again. So we're going to talk about that on the next show. Please follow us on our social medias. They will be down in the description on Twitter and Instagram. Please listen to us on Spotify. Apple Podcast is not getting back to me. I don't know why. Like I checked Dude, the email. What the hell? What's taking them so damn long? I've been checking. I've been checking the emails like every day, and I don't see Apple Podcast anywhere. Bro, you need like reply to them. Like, do it again. Yeah, I might have to do it again, but we'll find a way to get it because you know, um, Apple Music and Apple Podcasts are different because Apple Podcast is kind of like a free. Yeah, you know what I mean. Apple Music costs money, but Apple Podcast is free. So, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. I just I just don't know why they're taking so long. Like Spotify was just like, it took us, I don't know, Mo, how long did it take us? Like like 15 minutes? Yeah, it's so easy. It took us like 15 minutes. So That's uh, why but, Spotify is better. So anyways, listen to us on Spotify and YouTube. Um, but until then, I'm Omar. And I'm Mo. And we will see you guys on Tuesday.